Hello, I'm Damon. And I'm Evan. And we are Black Nerd Radio. Um, oh, you're outside, I hear birds. Yes, I'm once again, alfresco. Um, you know, and I, I went with the definitive I'm Evan because in the past I've, I've like up-talked it like I'm Evan, like I didn't know, but I know I'm Evan, so I should be more, <laughs> I should be more assertive about it. That's all I'm saying. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, so, um, how has your week been? What you been doing? <sighs> Nothing. Um, I have the house to myself until forever. Um, uh, next, not next weekend, but the weekend after, because someone is Whoa. on a di- someone's on a different continent. So uh, I get to uh, make horrible dietary decisions and watch whatever I want. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Look but in case you. anybody was thinking of breaking in, I do have my own riffraff there. So, you know, I've got, <laughs> I've got, I've got uh, you know, if you have your own squatters, other squatters can't come along. That's what I've learned in life. <laughs> I guess I could just say they were half house sitting for me so I don't have to deal with the dogs, you know, because otherwise oh. I have to like rush home and take care of the dogs and then rush back to work in an hour. So they're, they're, uh, they're dog sitting for me, basically. But, um, but yes, so the house is not vacant for hours at a time. So you thieves, get that out of your head. <laughs> <All right>. Jeez. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, but yeah, uh, it's been uh, it's been very quiet. So I've been uh, enjoying, you know, it, it, well, it's a, you know, uh, your partner goes goes out of town, and you have the house to yourself for X number of days. And the first few days, you're like, yeah, I can do whatever I want. And then after a little while, you're like, well, when are they coming back? Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of miss him. Oh, it's, 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 oh I guess I, I guess I do love her. Damn it! <laughs> well, there you go. Who says romance is dead? What a it Casanova is you are! It is not. Just what like I Casanova. tell her, you know, every anniversary I wouldn't marry you all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so. Uh, a lot of celebrity deaths this week. What, their there new was, ones? Uh, oh, well, Jimmy Buffett. No, Jimmy Buffett was first. Yeah. And, you know, he had skin cancer and he was 76. <laughs> I, sh- I shouldn't laugh, but of course he did. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, he was all about relaxing in the sun. Margaritaville bit him in the ass. I guess so. But, um... Yeah, he uh, and uh, we lost uh, uh, Gary White yesterday. Who? Uh, Gary White was the writer and performer of the song Dreamweaver. Oh, I haven't thought about that song in decades. Well, now there's a, like a 70-esque movie yeah, yeah. or 70 period piece. That one always gets played. Um, yeah. He... Um, what are you doing? What am I? What? Nothing. Well, I can hear every bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> I am certainly not opening a new pack of cigarettes. I, that's not at all what's <laughs> happening. Stupid uh, microphone. <laughs> um. Yeah, he was eighty though. He wasn't like it was a huh. surprise, you know. It's kind of like, uh, yeah, I was reading last week when Bob Barker died. Uh, his what the cause of death? Well, he was ninety nine. Yeah, who cares at that point? <laughs> yeah, just cause of oldness. That's how cause of death was being ninety nine, kind of like <laughs> Betty White. Like the shit, shit starts to break down after a while. 
But a surprising one, or maybe not so surprising, um, uh, Steve Harwell died yesterday also. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a thing where they were like, they don't expect him to last the week, and then the next thing I saw was, oh yeah, he died. Um, yeah, he was, uh, he was in hospice <laughs> for a while. Uh, he was only 56. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but apparently he was a big drinker, and so it was cirrhosis yeah. of the liver that got him. Well, I guess there were some other drugs, and then he had a couple other things that he was diagnosed with, like something with his heart. And, yeah, I mean, he was just he, – he rock-starred himself to death. Pretty much. And, you know, I mean, he made it to 56, but he didn't have to worry about dying young and leaving a beautiful corpse because that wasn't going to happen whenever he died. I, I am speaking I am speaking ill of the dead, and I should feel bad. I, I apologize. You should. You I, son of a bitch. Should. <laughs> Does not necessarily mean I do. Oh, see? Yeah. And that's how you, you're not getting into heaven that way, buddy. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of ways I'm not getting into heaven. That's just one of them. <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I knew about him and I knew about Jimmy, but I, but like I said, I, I, I didn't know who Gary White was. So that, but now that you yeah, say Dreamweaver, Dreamweaver. Yep. I actually kind of like that song. It's very, it in, it's in Boogie Nights, isn't it? Yeah, I believe it is. I'm pretty sure it is. But, um, oh. I'm sorry, so sorry. It's my it's my evening, so it's it's you know, it's lunchtime for you, but it's like yeah, ten o'clock for eleven o'clock for me. I I um, miss uh, I I miss swing shift. I'm not gonna lie. Ugh, I know you're I on grave, but uh, yeah, swing shift all the time. Anyway, oh yuck. Um, yeah, I did you know uh, that Powell's had a one day strike? No. Yeah, uh, I guess it was yesterday. Uh, Pals, for anyone who lives under a rock, is one of Portland's claim to fame. It's the largest bookstore in the country. It is one city block, one full city block, and six stories. And it's uh, full of books. <laughs> yes, it, but, yes, it is. It's been so long since I've been there. I haven't oh, been there man. Elvis and I went there. Went there last month. I love that place. Oh, you can get lost in it. Like, oh, literally. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah, it's not even spin. like, wait, how do I get out of here again? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the casino of books. <laughs> you have it all set up, so you just keep going in circles and finding your way into new nooks and crannies. Um, but, yeah, I guess it was to... They were, pro, they were trying to get a higher... Um, wages for the employees there and they had a one day strike which was uh so it worked I'm i guessing. guess it was only one day <laughs> hmm. all right <laughs> but good, uh, good on them yeah that's what i say uh speaking of strikes uh the writer and actor's strike is entering its fourth month so and, it doesn't and look nothing. like and nothing Yes. Uh, both sides are pretty hardened right now. So, what's your over under of when it's going to get resolved? I'm saying it's probably not going to happen till January. Ooh, um, let's see. It's September now, and there's been no movement. 
No. You know, it's both, both sides are just, they, they, it's like they set their lines right in the beginning and nobody has budged. Nobody's gone into no man's land. Nobody's gone over the top, you know, to use World War One analogies. They, they are they're both entrenched and don't seem to have any interest in moving. I would not be surprised if it goes on into March, April, honestly. Unless unless something unless something breaks here pretty soon. You know, I mean, who, who blinks first, right? Right. And I, I don't think that, you know, I mean, obviously it's like normal average everyday people in the majority um and then you know a few multi-millionaires at the top against billionaires so the billionaires have more time to wait but then again you know if you're not if you're not growing you're dying in modern capitalism so they're they're definitely not growing no i mean it's and there's so many movies that were supposed to come out like dune got pushed till pushed back until after uh, December, I believe. It was supposed to be out this month, and you know because there's no one to promote it. And I, th- I, I think that's going to be a lot of uh, the studios. Um, you know, it's a lot of their problem is that they're not going to find. They're going to have to push back all this stuff. I mean, it, I think it seems like they're tr- trying to starve out the actors and writers, but. Um, they're, it's not like they're going to be, you know, thriving. Right. So, yeah. Who knows? But which, I'm thinking which, are, which makes me angry because, damn it, I want to see the second part of Dune. Yeah. It I mean, looks really, really good. Well, the first half was. Oh. So I have to assume the second is. Right. I don't know. Uh, I just hope something happens. Um, and not even for the selfish reasons of like I want my content. It's just you know, I, I, I'm just a, a fan of the of the little guy getting theirs. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I'm. I, I want to see labor win. I want to see labor win over management and capital every goddamn day. You know, yeah. it, because okay, make you act in it, fucking billionaire CEO. You go ahead and write this. You don't create shit except for getting in the way of creativity. That's all you do. <laughs> Make sure that it, that Pretty it sells much. to the, the, the lowest common denominator. You don't have, you know, you don't have these talents. So if, you know, if, if any, well, anybody can do it. No, they can't. No. Uh, it writes like itself. It writes itself. No, it doesn't. Nothing writes itself. <laughs> Period. End of story. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. <sighs> so what have you been watching? Well, I finally finished uh, Yellow Jackets. Um, you were right on the gonna... edge last week, right? You were like, you only had a couple yeah. episodes to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a season three, but we're in a middle ride strike, so it could be a year or more before I see uh, season three of Yellow Jackets. But it was pretty. It's pretty good. Cause Shell and I just we just binged the shit out of that thing and uh we got to the end and wanted more and then realized there won't be any more for quite <laughs> some time. So yeah, that's nope. Be content with what you have. Yeah. Exactly. I um also it was uh 
I was trying to see two movies this weekend, but I didn't have time. But I did see Equalizer three. Okay. And, and... Uh, okay, right out the gate, um, I liked it, but like uh, as far as like uh, the, the Equalizer movies, this third one was way more brutal. Some of the kills were just kind of, ugh. But um, it, it takes place. This, this from a horror aficionado? You know, it's an action film. Okay, I just okay. didn't yeah. expect Denzel to be so ruthless. Oh, I'm not okay. squeamish about it. It's just that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, okay, I mean, that's what you're saying. <laughs> wasn't expecting that level of brutality. But it was like um, like the first one when he goes into a, like a, it's basically uh uh, it's a hard one. It's basically the final act takes place in a, um, and he's like a MacGyver of killing, you know. And so he's like, uh, you know, the, the last twenty minutes or so are done in like a Home Depot, so it's just like a murder playground. You just lots, all these lots of options. That, yeah, and that that was pretty brutal, but this was. Far more brutal. He's basically he's in you know the whole movie takes place in this little village in, um, uh, Greece. No, uh, it was Italy. My my bad. And he he gets into it with the local mafia there, and doesn't take too kindly to being pushed around or pushing around or having them push around like the locals. Because he's like that's where he plans to make his homes, just living his days out in Italy, and and uh, you know he just kills his way to justice. But it was um, it was it was it was better than two. I liked two up to a point, but two kind of got boring. And this one was a little slow in the beginning, but it got to the action a little quicker than two did. So I like overall, it was a fun way to kill an afternoon, but. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't see myself like buying any uh, buying these. I like all the Equalizer movies, but I don't see myself like buying them or owning them. So, so I don't need to. I don't need to break my neck to see it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. If it's on streaming, well, when it comes to streaming, definitely check it out. It's good. Okay. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's just it's one of those movies that doesn't have. Other than like the, some really cool action sequences, the watchability, the rewatchability is low for me. Okay. But, but um, yeah, it, it's a solid, it's a solid movie, and it's definitely better than two, which I hated the third act of two. Okay. But um, but I heard you finally got to finish a movie. Uh, we talked about it a couple weeks back. Was movie I liked as a kid. I haven't really seen it that much. I was going to try and rewatch it before I loaned you the uh, the DVD, but um so shit. I'm a I'm a I'm a piece of shit and did not watch it. What um, the fuck? I will. Are you serious? Oh, yes, I'm sorry. The last thing you said I know. when I talked to you Sundays like I got nothing to do. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, and then I I didn't um, Jesus Christ, dude! I I know. All right, Marcel. <laughs> I I did watch Spider-Man: Homecoming, so. Oh well, what did you think? I liked it. It's fun. I like Tom Holland as Peter Parker and Spider-Man. 
Yeah, um, I think he's the best one. He, he's he's the best. He's the best at being both. Um, yeah. I thought uh, Andrew Garfield's like he's okay at both, and Tobey Maguire is a is a really good Peter Parker, but his Spider Man, I don't know. Pro- that's probably ju- that's probably not his fault. It's probably the janky fucking action figure CGI at the time that kind of spoiled Toby's Spider-Man. Um, but uh, Michael Keaton's amazing. Yeah, because, yeah I thought and I don't say that. I don't say that in the movie specifically, just Michael Keaton is amazing. And he's in this movie doing what Michael Keaton does, you know, and the, the, the subtle creepiness. And have I ever sympathized with a rich villain more in the past? Or, no. <laughs> Well, I don't I know never... if he was rich. Well, he I wasn't. Mean, he he was not poor. I mean that no, that house but... that he that house that he lived in was not inexpensive. Um, no, but but... Uh, but he was he was doing okay. He was doing it all illegally. But I get it. Like, hey, well, yeah, he he was. Yeah, he he totally got fucked. He yeah. totally got fucked over. And he was and, like, "Fuck uh... you." So uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, Stark Stark Industries totally. Um... Stark Industries totally um, uh, fucked him over, and he was like a sympathetic, sympathetic villain. Yeah, it, and I just like, nope, nope, I get it. Um, but uh, but no, I enjoyed it. Um, I'll be watching the other two when I get a chance. Uh, they are not currently on Disney Plus. I don't know where they are, um, but uh, I will definitely watch those at some point. And yes, I will watch Looker before our next podcast. Oh, I should certainly hope so. I don't want to have to get another person in here that will watch <laughs> the shit they're supposed to watch. What? It's like homework. Jesus. Well, hey, I do mine. I often do mine. I often do mine. I just, yeah. I, I had a bad Sunday, if that's any consolation. Um, but, uh, um, anyway, uh, yeah, no, very much, uh, very much enjoyed Homecoming. Um, watched the last two episodes of The Bear. Um, do heavily recommend it. Uh, watched more of Winning Time. Um, I will say, I will say this: the thing I was complaining about uh, an episode or two ago, where I was complaining about over smoking. Adrian Brody is a professional smoker. Batman knows how to smoke on screen like a real smoker, probably because he is a real smoker, but just because he plays Pat Riley, and apparently Pat Riley had a bad Marlboro habit for a long time. So, uh-huh. it, and of course, this is like, you know, 1982, 83, so you can smoke everywhere. Um, oh, is is the bear a period piece? No, 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 no. I'm trying. I'm sorry. I'm talking about Winning Time. Um, oh, oh, oh. Uh, the the Laker the Laker story. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, but. Uh, Adrian Brody playing Pat Riley, he, he knows what he's doing when he's smoking. And I, I appreciate that. Um, and they, they actually gave Larry Bird the uh, sympathetic backstory for the villain. Um, so, but they're still portraying him as a villain, basically, which is just funny to me. Um, <laughs> um, I think that's about everything I've been, uh, uh, that I have been watching, um, except for, of course, you know, the, the, the elephant in the room that we will get to. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I, that's what I got. Oh, wow. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you, uh, I don't know if you've read the com, really in the Spider-Man comics, but, uh, like his crew, the guys that were helping him sell the illegal, uh, mm-hmm. They become in the comics those guys, those characters, 
become the wrecking crew. Right. And they have like, well, shocker. I knew shocker partially uh, because partially because of his yellow uh, embroidered sleeves. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> when the first guy had that, I was looking at his sleeves. I'm like, no, those aren't. They're close, but they're not right. And then uh, dude whose name escapes me right now picked it up. And I was like, oh, nope, his sleeves are right. Yeah. And <laughs> um, Rhino has to show up at some point, doesn't he? Well, he's supposed to, but I don't know what, when, or if that's even going to happen now. Yeah, if they're, uh, if they're doing a four. Yeah, they're going in another direction. So. And I appreciated the no. I appreciated the no back origin story, backstory. The no origin story, like oh, you know yeah. who fucking Spider Man is. You know how it happened. Yeah, that was one thing Foggy said is no origin stories. No well, more. Good, no good more. on him. Yeah, I would not want. Yeah, that would. Ugh. They're they're in the collective conscience now. Conscious now, so uh, just like leave it leave it alone. Exactly. Oh man, um, what was I gonna say? Oh well, I, I guess we our mutual friend Audrey sent me this thing that got me wondering. Like, um, she sent me this article. And I was checking out about the Six Million Dollar Man. Now, the Six Million Dollar Man was a show I loved as a kid. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I I I I even got my daughter watching the old episodes because I have like the first two seasons of uh, Six Million Dollar Man and The Bionic Woman on Blu-ray. Hmm. And at but, least ten um, percent of the enjoyment was the bionic noise. Oh yeah, <laughs> but um, <laughs> Just... it got me thinking. Now, if you're given the power to uh, bring back a, sh- a property, an IP, uh, they're, they're giving you this thing. They're giving you, you know, the, the TV shows. Like we're gonna, we're gonna, you're gonna have control of a show. You have to, it's got to be an old, an existing IP. What show do you bring at back? For me, it is 100% Six Million Dollar Man or the the Bionic Man because I'd bring back like the Bionic Woman, Six Million Dollar Man, and and of course, it wouldn't be six million. It'd be close to six billion now. But well, of course, but uh, I would bring that the, show the, back. The creepy robot faces when the when the robots would be exposed. Oh yeah, the Fembots. Yeah, God, that still creeps me out. I mean, yeah, sure, when I first saw it, it was like a... six, but no, it, it, it <clears throat> creeped me out as a kid too. Yeah, you have a speaker for the mouth, and yeah, yeah, but um, <laughs> it um. They had a show, the Bionic, Bionic Woman, that was on NBC like ten years ago, and mm-hmm. they ended up canceling it. But I was really into it. I thought it was a pretty good show. But who I would was... definitely bring that property. I forget who played. You, you don't remember who who she no, was? No, okay. no, I don't remember. Okay, it was it wasn't a no name, but I'd have to look it up. But I, I, I would one hundred percent bring that. Oh, let's hear it. I got two. Um, tales, tales. Of the Gold Monkey. Oh my God, I remember that show. Yeah, it was only it was only one season. It was it was a standard season though, so it was like 23, 24 episodes, um, and it's not available on streaming. You can only get it on DVD. But uh, I remember enjoying the shit out of that. I mean, obviously it was like jumping on the Indiana Jones train. Um, right. But I remember right. being in, incredibly entertained by it, and I, I there's. There's nothing like that right now. There's no like, you know, not, it doesn't have necessarily have to be set in the 30s or the 20s or the 40s or whatever. But, but there's no like 
old timey adventure dicking around kind of TV shows going right now that I'm aware of. And I think that would be entertaining. I mean, honestly, the closest we've come to it was um, the season of Archer where they were in that trope. Um, I don't know how much of Archer you've watched. Um, <clears throat> I didn't watch a ton, but I, I did like the show. Cause there was, there was a, there, there was like a three or four season arc where he was in a coma and he'd end up in like, a f- the whole season was film noir or the whole season was thirties adventure. The whole season was in space. Um, and actually that is now that's back now um, for the 14th season. Oh, that is something else I watched. I did watch the first two episodes of the new season of Archer. Um, but um, the second one that you may or may not remember outland was Sean Connery. No, it was a TV show. Or was it Outworld? Outworld, Outland, it was one of the two. And it was a, a family goes to Egypt and they're visiting the pyramids and they... Oh my through, God, they went to an mm, alternate universe. They went to an alternate universe. And oh it, my it was God, another one. I totally it was, remember this. It was, only, it was only one season as well. And it was right. one of those where like, you know, like, well, okay, what, what, what happens next? This, you know, it was a cool premise. Um, I liked the I liked the alternate I, I liked the alternate universe they were in because it was you know it wasn't like sliders where it's like green means stop on traffic lights but it was still like it it was close ish to our world at a certain point in time but not exactly and I just really enjoyed that show as a kid and I would love to see it revived and redone. I remember the episode that sticks out. Oh, Bionic Woman was played by Michelle Ryan. She played Jamie Summers uh, in the 2007's uh, reboot. But I cool. didn't see a lot of stuff that she's been in. But it had a lot of big names. Uh, Miguel Ferreira, um, Josh, uh, I'm sorry, Isaiah Washington, and Molly Prince. Anyway, uh, an episode that sticks out on that show that you're talking about was when the brother and sister decide to be rock stars. And all they do is sing songs that they remember from home. Like they sing like quiet riot songs and Beatles songs. <laughs> they're just, they're just basically singing songs they remember. And they were these huge stars. And I remember they were being chased by this government that wanted to, that knew they weren't of their mm-hmm. earth. So it was like, they're always on the run, but they were rock stars for like a half a minute. And then uh, when they got too popular, they had to like flee and, and uh, oh, I totally, re- you know. And, you I don't, know, like, I don't remember that episode. I don't, honestly, I don't remember a lot. I mean, I was a That one's the, the one that stuck out. That was, <clears throat> other than that, I, I remember the show though. Once you said uh, yeah, they I took just, a trip, trip to yeah. Egypt. Um, and it just, it was, it was an interesting premise, especially for 1985. There wasn't a, there wasn't a lot of that on on the big three networks um, or in syndication or anything. So that was that was something that really stuck out for me because I, you know, I've always enjoyed sci-fi and fantasy. And so when when that came along, I was like, this is awesome. What do you mean it's over? Shit. What about the rest of it? Um, <laughs> Another one I, uh, one season show, Manimal. Yeah. I used to watch that one. <laughs> Manimal. I don't think I ever saw an episode of Manimal. I saw some Auto Man, but I did not see oh, any Manimal God. that I remember. Yeah. yeah, I saw that too. But yeah. Manimal 
was this guy who could turn into you know am he could turn into a panther he could turn into a giant hawk he could turn into a uh say a panther or a giant hawk oh gosh he had to have a water form right i mean like a shark uh, or an octopus I, or something i can't remember but it was like five different animals yeah, I I remember the show. I just I never got a got a chance to watch any that I remember. It was nineteen eighty three. Um. Oh yeah, a man who can change himself into any animal fights crime. Oh, any animal. I thought it was just like five. Does, does he I have think a twin I, I, that can turn into water? Oh God! Shut up. <laughs> Form of an ice bucket. What? Buckets aren't water. What the hell? Well, um, <laughs> just saying. Um, I expect some verisimilitude in my Saturday morning superhero cartoon uh, side characters that the children are supposed to identify with. Jeez. Did I just? All right. say, I, I just said that. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. you did. You said that out loud, even. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, one more thing, and then we're gonna go. I guess it'll be a shorter show. It's just such a thin, uh, thin news week. Yeah. Uh, um, I was gonna say, what old IP movie you would bring back if you were given like a budget and all the faculties you needed to make a move, make a reboot. Well, we we did this one in the past, and I said North by Northwest, but that was a dumb answer because North by Northwest is not yet a perfect movie, but it's a really really good movie. Yeah, um, I, I thought that was a weird one too because yeah, yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. thing I with didn't, re- I didn't think about reboots. It. I mean, the, the reason they did them back in the day and they're now is just you know we can make we'll see we can go back to the well, but back in the day when they would do a reboot, it was a movie that they thought was a good premise but it didn't do well in the box office for whatever reason and Mm -hmm. it's like but there's something here let's redo it and try it again put some new blood on it new writer new director same premise see what they come up with and that was the initial reason or or let's update it i mean like the thing i mean I, i it's one of my favorite not just horror movies but movies and when yeah, you it got a it got a reboot because it but it, but it was so much it took the premise of the original 1956 movie and just made it 100% better yeah and and you know? you you, cata- you catapulted the thing i i don't want to give it a, an exact number but you easily catapulted it into my top 20 by making me watch it um yeah, it's just it's, it's such a, it's a it's a fucking textbook uh for suspense yeah, and tension. And, and I mean, tension just... and just yeah, it's fucking it's 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 truly a great movie and I'm sorry that I waited as long to watch it as I did, but I'm also not sorry because I don't think I would have appreciated it as much if I'd watched it when I was like twelve. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I, I don't I don't think my brain was formed well enough to <laughs> to really enjoy it as much as I did having watched it a couple of years ago. Um Yeah, I I don't know. I can't think of any uh, not at least not right off the top of my head. I can't think of anything that um, I enjoyed that I could make better. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah. For me, I have one uh, that 
I mean, it, it's a really good premise. It could use some updating. Chud. Cannibalistic. Humanoid still... underground dwellers. Yeah. I, I have never seen it, but uh, I I do. Uh, I I just remember I just remember the poster and the and the box cover. Oh yeah, the box cover was iconic, especially yeah. when it was on video. Yeah, and yeah. especially those early ones where it was the oversized box cover. Yeah, with the, the, the tray the, inside it for the video. The clamshells. Yeah. Well, the clam these were shells. even before. This was even before clamshells. This was when it was cardboard, but it was huge. It wasn't just a sleeve. It was an actual box that had like a plastic inlay tray thing that you would put the tape into, but it was cardboard oh, around it. Yeah, that's they right. Were, they were bigger. They were they were still a golden rectangle, but they were like outsized by an inch around it or something like that so oh you gosh, really got right. the cover um i remember staring at that fucking cover in a video store that was in uh where la video used to be but it was well before la video it was like one of the first video stores in the in the city um and i'd wander down there and just stare at box covers all day you know because oh, i was man. a kid but um but i definitely remember chud yeah um I don't know. It's a it's a great movie that could use uh, an update. Yeah, it, and and some faster pacing and some more logical pacing. But yeah, <laughs> who needs uh, logic? <laughs> <laughs> You're asking too much. Um, are are we are we going to talk about Ahsoka? Oh my God! How could we not talk about Ahsoka? The, the I just finished. Episode? I uh, today's episode Wednesday. Uh huh. I watched. I just finished it. Let's uh, yeah, let's get to it. So I, I watched it last night. Um, so you know there have been some complaints about, and I don't I don't think I've talked about this. Maybe I have. If I have, shut me the fuck up. But there have been some complaints about the exposition in the first couple of episodes, and it makes sense because okay, we're talking about something that sprang from how many hours of Clone Wars, how many hours of Rebels, how many hours of the Bad Batch, you know. Not everybody's watched all that. I mean, yeah, I'm a Star Wars a, it, guy, and I haven't watched all of it. Uh, I did. It took me till last episode to realize they lean pretty hard into Rebels, and like I had to had to like do like a, a Cliff Notes version of what happened in Rebels because there's, they just they you know a lot of Star Wars properties they'll you know they'll hold your hand through it so you don't have to see some of these things. To mm-hmm. kind of get what's happening, and you can figure out what's going on. It's not like you're completely lost, but there's right. a lot of stuff going on here that is directly from from Rebels. And if you haven't watched Rebels, which I really haven't, I've seen an episode <clears throat> here or there. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't watched Rebels, it you you I wouldn't say lost, but a a lot of stuff is lost on you. Right. Yeah. No. Um. <clears throat> I. Like uh, I, we've talked about, I've seen like the first few, uh, first half of the first season of Rebels, and I've seen a good portion of the Clone Wars. Um, but uh, you know, if if you didn't watch any of those, you would be not entirely lost without some of that exposition. But you'd be pretty lost. So right. I I can understand why they did what they did. Um, so I'm glad to see the world between worlds. That was cool. Um, I mean, it, I knew it was going to get there at some point, but because I, I, I've, I've done enough pop culture osmosis about 
the expanded universe in Star Wars that I know about that and I know about certain other things. Um, but uh, the uh, I I'm excited to see if the heel turn is an actual heel turn or if there's a heel to turn into because Baylor is kind of starting Balin Balin um, is kind of starting to seem like not necessarily a bad guy. Well, I'd still say he's a bad guy. He is, but he's not. But he's... it seems like he doesn't have that venom that some bad guys have. And he's not, mm-hmm. and he's not, you know, he'd rather not kill you if he doesn't have to. But if he has to, he absolutely he will. will. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he's not the cartoonish evil of Palpatine. You know, he, they, obviously they put some thought into why he's doing what he's doing. And he actually, he thinks he's the, like all good villains. He thinks he's the good guy. Uh-huh. You know, <clears throat> he just has, you know, it's a means to an end. That's all I'm here for. You know, if you gotta, you gotta crack some eggs to make an omelet kind of, kind of villain. Um, and uh, uh, I, I, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say, I am a little, that last, what you know, what happened at the very end, I want to give any spoilers, for, you know, because people may have, not have seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Sabine really pissed me off at the end there. It's like, you weak bitch. You yeah, weak Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Bitch. But is is it really a heel turn, you know? Well, is no, it, that's... Is there that's, something that, else coming? That's, that's, not, that's not a heel turn on her. I wouldn't even call that a heel turn. That's a surrender. That's hmm. not a heel turn. Well, uh, he did use the deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call I wouldn't call that a heel turn, not even a little bit. Yeah. But she's a weak ass bitch. I mean, she yeah. she's the reason they're in this mess. But he told she told her not to take the fucking thing, uh, not to take the map, and then the bad guys get the map, and then she just hands it. Oh, fuck her. Well, but I'm really, okay. really kind of done with her. That's a that that's a I don't know if you watch much uh, uh, pitch meeting, but her doing that is so the movie can happen. You know, there's got to be better ways. There's oh, I'm sure there be. are. I'm sure there are. But that was that was. Hello. God damn it. Cut out. Damn it. I was doing so well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh so I don't even know. Uh, well, you know, this is this is probably a part of her arc. You know, that's that's why they chose that, or at least I'm going to convince myself that's why they chose that is so that she. Uh, can... It's just so weak, though. It is. Yeah. So, I fucking know. hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I was like, it's like, how can Ahsoka even trust you with anything? You're just so willing to give up because you're so hot in the pants for this Ezra guy. Yeah, I mean, oh, I'll get him back. You know what? For all we know, when he says you'll meet him again, it could be at the bottom of a fucking cavern somewhere. <laughs> you know, is, which I wouldn't mind because fuck her. I'm just kind of done with her <laughs> stupid decision making. Got her. Uh, got her. Uh, well, you know, people do stupid things for junk. They they do. Uh, but jeopardize the galaxy. Thrawn was because uh, I re- read about it. Hey, He's such a threat, mm-hmm. you know. This is this is uh, five years after Rebels, but before I don't know how many years before uh, the New Order kicks off. 
So yeah, uh, we're we're not. In t- I don't I don't think there's a good timeline yet. Well, it did say it's five years after Rebels was over. Well, I mean for and, for the, and, the first before, order popping up. Well, it's before the the new trilogy. Mm-hmm. So it's before the Force Awakens. It's so. In, it's, uh, one one thing I appreciated um, when when Balin finally doffed his cape and showed his full armor. So I know you haven't played the Old Republic, but like the one of the classes in the Old Republic is the Sith Juggernaut, and like his armor is exactly the way that they do most of the Sith Juggernaut armor and just his size and his bulk. And, you know, obviously he's incredibly strong um, to be able to do what he does with his, uh, with his, uh, not just his force powers, but just like having brute force to knock people around. So I thought that was a nice little, it was, I'm pretty sure it, it was a, uh, it was a nod to the Old Republic because who Yang, it actually looks like, some of the droids that are in the old Republic. So it's just, it, it, it's interesting to see things that aren't Canon, right? Because the, none of the video games are Canon except for the stuff that they have brought in. Um, like right. the crystal in Andor uh, that, uh, that uh, Stellan Skarsgård originally gives to um, uh, what's his name? Andor. <clears throat> That's something from a part of Knights of the old Republic. The first one, which is, the second best Star Wars movie. Um, but although Rogue One's pretty close, uh, but I like that they're bringing in these things that not not just from like the novels and not just from old television shows or whatever, but they're also bringing in some of the stuff from the video games that, that are slowly becoming canon. Because, you know, it was like Disney excised all that and now Dave Filoni's like, well, no, we're bringing it back, bitch. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's in the canon now, isn't it? Um, but again, um, yeah, still, still running a close second to Andor for TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. I have to agree. have to agree. And the, 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 the lightsaber fights alone. They're pretty good. Yeah. There's some of the, there's some of the better ones that I've seen, including in Kenobi. And you would think that at this point, uh, Ewan McGregor and, uh, Hayden Christensen would be pretty good at doing, some you know <laughs> some fight choreography with each other they they have years and years of experience um although that was you know an older kenobi and an older anakin so right th- that probably played the, you know they were they're they're getting to the two old men poking at each other with sticks in a new hope <laughs> they're, yeah they're, they're getting they're have making you seen that transition that, have you seen that recreation of that fight between anakin Yes. Or between Vader and Kenobi. What yes. it should have been. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking badass. Yeah, it is. Um, I've uh, that, It's been a couple of years since I saw it, but um, really well done. I, I oh, enjoyed yeah. the hell right out of it. <sighs> but anyway. All right. Well, uh, next week we'll see what uh, we can come up with. And Evan will give us a review of Looker. If not, I'm going to punch him in the face. <laughs> Next time I see him, <laughs> I'll kick him directly in the dick. <laughs> Full force. Full force. I'm going to wind up, get the whole knee snap, the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. We'll and really I, get I, in there. I will deserve it. <laughs> we'll really get in there. 
<laughs> oh, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> possibly deadly violence to my genitals. That's a great way to end. I like it. Uh, <laughs> yes, very poetic. <laughs> All right, folks, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>